Welcome, everyone, to another episode of On the Range Podcast with Warhawk Tactical and Kelly Fence. I am Mark Kelly, and as always, joined by my co-host and friend, Rick Hogg. How's it going, buddy? Man, I am super excited, Mark. We are live here at Muscatatuck Urban Training Center. And let me tell you about today's special guest. We got Justin Milinick. You might know him as Brock on the hit TV show uh, SEAL Team and all his magic fandango he does there. But here's the thing. Uh, he is also a police officer, also a canine officer, also a good friend. So super excited to have Justin on the show. Justin, well, welcome. Thank, thank welcome, you buddy. so much for having me today. Yeah, man. So it's kind of cool. You guys, we're out here at... Uh, kind of cool. It's really fucking cool. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I apologize. It's really cool. This right? place is awesome. Um, but we had Justin out, so we're out here for the American Tactical Canine Association. Justin was with us Monday on the range, putting some rounds on range, so that was always good. Uh, here's the thing, brother. From me to you... Most guys are like, hey, man, I'm good, right? Never want to come out and train. So my hat was off to you for coming out, uh, doing some training. So, yeah. Well, when there's guys out there that have forgotten more about shooting than I'll probably ever know, you can't really say no to that opportunity. So, you know, even though Hollywood has taken most of my life, there's still an aspect where I do carry a gun for a living. And, you know, I I truly believe it is... uh, in, in my best interest and my teammates' best interest for me to be able to, like a vampire, suck the knowledge out of you. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, your seven million hours spent on target, you know, you've probably seen just about anything that can occur. And granted, you know, that's overseas in a different environment. But in the end of the day, a gunfight is a gunfight. Yeah. And and having the knowledge on how to get home to my wife and children is re- kind of important to me. Yeah. I, I agree. And I'm glad you hit that, right? Because, again, for a lot of the, the law enforcement officers out there, they're all about, well, you were in the Army, right? They think you just carte blanche killed everybody. And it's like, no, we had rules just like you guys. We still got to follow, do all that other stuff. Yeah. Just from your experience from the course, anything outside... If you want to say police, well, I won't say police norm, but just anything that was said that was wazoo that goes, that would never apply. That wouldn't work. You know, there's a lot of dudes that get out of JSOC assets like yourself that put on these law enforcement courses, right? And it kind of bugs me because a lot of them teach this really sexy, high-speed stuff. And it's really efficient stuff, right? If you have a million rounds a year for your team to shoot, you know... 10 hours a day, three to four days a week in a kill house with your team training, like you can really push that envelope and do really, really great work. However, in law enforcement, with ammo prices, range fees, overtime, things like that, you know, you know, there's no time to train that, you know. So like coming to your course and seeing, going right back to the basics, the fundamentals, right? Um, shooting smaller targets than I normally shoot at the range, you know, it forces you to slow down and pay attention to your basic mechanics. And when you do that, you actually become faster by the end of the day. You know, yeah, in a gunfight, bullets hitting meat is going to cause a reaction, right? So if you don't hit dead center, A zone, you know, area, like, you're still going to cause a reaction, right? Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, the difference is the military and law enforcement is like, we have to stop shooting when whatever they did to make a start shooting ceases. So if we shoot them, you know, in the lower abdomen and they drop their gun, we can't keep, keep dusting, you know, whereas on target, someone has a gun in their hand, they're going to go meet the maker. Yeah. Um, going and, and, and focusing on those basics at a slow rate of fire and then towards the end of the day opening it up a little bit you know you're just ting 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 and and it's awesome it's 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 not done enough in my in my opinion uh and it was really great to spend that time on the range with you guys yeah no it was great having you out there you know absolutely fantastic um it, you know the, the cool thing was no one it, i didn't really see anyone that wasn't receptive everyone was super receptive uh, and everyone took something away from it. Let me ask you this. The firearms training notebook, what did you think of that? I thought it was fantastic. You know, my roommate, uh, Chris, the old guy on the range that smoked everybody, yeah. physically and champion. technically, yep. Yep, the champion. You know, he's kind of my guru for law enforcement style uh, training, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, when I bring him somewhere, I, the guy's been in multiple shootings. He's been a SWAT guy. More importantly, he cares about training, he cares about tactics, he cares about equipment. You know, so he's always on his own time researching, watching, listening, taking courses. And, you know, he came out and I was like, there's so much information in that course I'm bringing back to my team. Um, and, and that right there, you know, he's damn near 50, you know. So I always say, be careful of an old man in a profession where dung- <laughs> young men die frequently. Like, yeah. You know, he has the experience, you yeah. know, which is one of three things in life you can't fake. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and he really got something out of it, which is just a testament to what you put on. So I say yeah. keep doing it, man. Try and get out to whatever agencies you can because the information that you're putting out there on the range will save lives. Yeah. yeah. And and with that, you know, the, the whole project offers a survival. So we do offer... The free law enforcement firearms training via uh, the nonprofits we're partnered with. Mm-hmm. Um, thus to date, and I don't like to brag about this, but it just we'll state the facts they are. We've got three saves that guys have directly reached back to go, hey, that training that you taught me saved my life. I- I'd prefer not to get any more. I'd rather guys have the skill set and not get into the gunfights, but having better, you know, better trained officers out there that's going to come home to their family, that's the whole key at the end of the day. You know, you bring up a great point um, about the time. You know, someone has to be out there, you know, answering 911 calls. So you don't have that time to train. That's what the, uh, and you brought it up, the efficiency that comes with the firearms training notebook and some of those other things and the type of training that we are doing is really going to make that time that you have you know, is so valuable more beneficial. Yeah. So, but thank you for your service, by the way. I mean, I feel weird saying no, you're seriously. welcome, unless you're referring to entertaining you every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. No, for an about, hour. That too. But, all right, that too. hold on, hold on, yep. hold on. I'm going to pause you, Yeah. right? Because here's the thing. You did something last November, right? You came out to the Inano Duca Project where we raised money mm-hmm. for specifically our SOF uh, retired canines that need medical assistance. I mean, dude, you're doing a lot yes. to make things happen, Listen. right? It, especially in the canine world, I got it. As dog guys, that's kind of, we get attached to them little four-legged beasts, but don't sell yourself short because you are doing great things from the nonprofit side. Guys, he's making me blush right now. 
Well, that time doesn't come without a price. That's away from stuff that you you, sh- you could be doing. You know what I mean? You sure. Know, and we all know that. My, yeah. my wife is is a good American, and you know I can leave her at home with three kids, two working dogs, and a bunch of cattle, and she holds down the ranch. You know, as long as it has to do with law enforcement yeah, or military, right. or you know, kids with yep. cancer, kind of make right. a wish stuff. You know, it's. She doesn't even need notice. There have been times we've been at lunch. God bless that woman, man. She is she is a gem. We'll be at lunch with my friends. People she's just meeting, and I'll get a call and, like, have to grab my bag and, and run for, like, four to six days. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just knowing, knowing that that human is there and she is on top of absolutely everything is, is really nice. And the fact that, you know, she doesn't get resentful or angry that mm-hmm. I leave her with people she doesn't know at right. a lunch and, and, and I'm gone but you know it's important it's, it's the community the community of law enforcement and military you know the sacrifices that dudes are making whether they're at JSOC at Delta Force or at a National Guard unit you know the sacrifices that they're making day in day out for our nation mm-hmm. yeah. um, whether they're in law enforcement and, and doing 12 hour shifts and like risking their life Sure. People hate cops right now. It is it is officially okay to kill a cop. Yeah. Yep. You know it is um, it's crazy times. Um, you know the sacrifices. So so to be able to you know end up weirdly in Hollywood and and be able to use that platform to to promote and raise money and and create community engagement. I, personally, I find that to be incredibly important. Um, Huge. Yeah. It. it, it these men and women just give way too much yeah. of themselves well, and 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 of their families, mm-hmm. you know, to our to our country to not be there to support them, especially with the platform that that Hollywood is given. Yeah. So. Well, you took time out to come visit with us, and you're going somewhere else to visit with some other folks too. You want to talk about that? Uh, just you know, the local sheriff down here is an awesome guy. Yeah, and, Kenny Freeman. And. Yeah. Um, you know, the, to bring to bring the dog to the school and talk to some of the students about the transition from law enforcement Jeez. into Hollywood, and maybe do a little dog demo. Listen, if if you can inspire one kid, one kid to to, to take a career path that's not self serving, yeah, you know, and, and be able to serve their community and their country. To win, how much better would everything be? Yeah, one hundred percent. It's funny. This morning, I was breaking my pup outside, and we're staying in one of those ARVs out there. And all everyone, all the handlers are breaking their dogs. I'm like, how awesome would it be to live in a community where everyone was a canine officer? <laughs> and like every Thursday night, bite night down at the, it'd be awesome. Oh yeah, so cool. Yeah, just such a fun event. Um, such solid human beings down here. And so many cute puppies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of puppies. Old No Name was out there floating earlier that was hanging out at our booth for a bit. So Yeah. And, of course, you know, you snap a pic, send it back to Mom, and she's like, bring him home. It's like, hang on. No, thank you. (laughs) But, no, Justin, you you bring up a couple great points. Number one, you know, having that good family support, absolutely huge. You need another puppy like we need Biden for another four years. But no, brother, having that good family support, good all the stuff you're doing. On the air picture. All right. You know, all the stuff you got going on. What do you have coming up next? Um, Any, anything or just like the, this week? No, no, just like oh, big big scope. People big should be. Big scope. Be I mean, we're going to start filming can, can Seal help? Team again. So nice. 
It's been a year and a month since we wrapped camera, so Brock's coming back a little bit heavier. <laughs> Pregnant, because um, guys can have babies now. Um, no. Uh, yeah, SEAL Team, and there's a couple other fun projects kicking around in Hollywood that I'm oh, really jazzed on. Uh, but, you know, a Hollywood project is like an op. You'll get spun up, you'll get stood down, you'll get spun up, yep. you'll get stood down, you'll get spun up, you'll get stood down, and then you'll f- you can go home, and all of a sudden, you'll get spun up again, and you'll be knee-deep in something else, and, and you're gone, and you're doing it. Yeah. Um, it it's cool. It uh, keeps you on your toes. Oh, I bet, yeah. buddy. Yeah. I yeah. bet. Yeah. Yeah, no, brother. I appreciate you uh, taking the time out. Appreciate you being, you know. A but good I'm going to correct you. Actually, uh, you had one question on the range the other day, and you said, "What is the most common malfunction?" Yep. <laughs> and I told you, running out of ammo. Okay. Technically, right? You have everyone it debating whether it's a type action. one, type yeah. two, type three. I, I don't know the numbers, but yes, sure. <laughs> you don't know the numbers. You just know the sound it makes when it takes a man's life. <laughs> when somebody goes, hey, man, I had a type one malfunction. Oh, what the hell is that? That's right? a failure to feed, failure to fire. That is a tap rack solution. What's okay. a type two? Type two is a stovepipe. Again, it's a tap rack solution. Okay. Okay. Type three, you've got your double feed, right? Which, which would be, I would call that a failure to extract. Right? Why are we putting added numbers? Because a failure to extract, you can still have a round in the chamber, or not in the chamber, but which is your stovepipe. Type 3. That'd be a failure to eject. Yep. Has, hasn't ejected out of the yep. ejection portal. And again, tap rack. Type 3 is your double feed, which is lock back, strip your mag. Yep. I agree with you. You don't need rack, rack, rack. Yeah. But it takes a millisecond longer to do a few of them really fast. And you know it's clear without having to look at it. Reinsert, rack, and bang. Then you have your type four, which is pretty fucking rare, and that's only on your, generally on your your uh, your M4 platforms when you get brass over bolts. Oh, easy yeah. fix. Hey, easy ha- fix. We covered that, dude. Had you come to the patrol wipe? We covered that. We had. So are you taking the back of your mag, racking back nope. your? Nope. Nope. So here's the thing. Well, we won't. Shit, I think <laughs> I'm going to be taking a patrol rifle class. We won't let the uh, the cat out of the bag on that one. Uh, but yeah, we'll do you quick freaking demo. You yeah. got a bolt in that blaster. Uh, or I just talk about it. Super easy to do. It is not. Some people go, "Oh my god, my gun's do- gone." Nope, it's an easy fix, and we'll show you here. Super yep. easy. But the most common malfunction is going click because you've shot all your ammo. <laughs> <laughs> that is shooter induced, technically. I guess. I, I guess you could call it shooter induced. <laughs> it is a malfunction. <laughs> you are trying to get the gun to go bang and is not going bang. How do you fix that? You insert a fresh mag, rack, bang. Guys, come to the Brock Reynolds School of Firearms for people who want to learn to shoot good or do good or stuff like and that. stuff like that. So, so does but Brock- don't worry, because he only played a Navy SEAL on TV. He never was a Navy SEAL. <laughs> so does Brock Reynolds have a website? Is it brockreynolds.com? Do not go to that website. You will find something you don't want right. to see. <laughs> well, appreciate everything you do and you know, bringing all the attention to this event and some of the other events and, and being so nice and... Uh, we had a photographer out there. was a huge fan. She wanted to have her picture taken. That That's just, it made the event and the day really special for her and for everybody else just because you were there. And you're out there getting after it, which is really cool. Really appreciate it. Until I forgot my ear pro on the back table. Well, you know. <laughs> during, that, during the championship round. <laughs> during the championship round, I was not happy about yeah. that. A lot of fun. I wouldn't have won against that old crusty SWAT guy anyway. All came down to marksmanship. That was it. And that's where the experience comes in. Take that extra second. Mm -hmm. 
pause, get a good sight picture, and press the trigger. Yeah. Big, deep centering breath yeah. during all that sequence. Wusha, as I think you said out there. Wusha. <laughs> bad boys, baby, bad boys. Uh, all right. Awesome, brother. Well, hey, appreciate you on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Always. Great seeing you, buddy. Keep doing great shit out there, right. guys. Take care.